Welcome to your High Vibration Life podcast with Robin Openshaw, also known online as the Green Smoothie Girl. When you're living your high vibration life, you're healthier in every way. You're more productive, creative, peaceful, and loving. Your high vibration life is calling. And now your host, Robin Openshaw. Hello, my friend. This is Robin Openshaw. And today I'm going to introduce to you an international hero who brings to America the secrets of European energy medicine. I've been following the career of Dr. Dietrich Klinghart for many years, and I've met so many physicians who've been trained by him. We're so fortunate to have him on the show. He is an MD and a PhD. And he is founder of the Sophia Health Institute, now located outside of Seattle, Washington. I've long admired his career and he's internationally renowned for his successful treatment of chronic pain and illness using non-surgical and non-drug methods. Since the 1970s, Dr. Klinghart has contributed significantly to the understanding of heavy metal toxicity and its connection with chronic infections, illness, and pain. He's been instrumental in advancing the field of biological medicine using energy psychology, biological dentistry, and many other specialties unknown to the average American medical doctor or patient. He's also developed a comprehensive diagnostic system and has trained hundreds of other practitioners to become accomplished holistic physicians. By the way, when I did this interview with Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, we went on the most amazing tangent and it was about biological dentistry. You can find that in episode 20 next week. We decided to make it its own separate episode because it was a fantastic coverage of what is wrong with conventional dentistry, where there are lots of toxic materials and practices and why you might want to consider using a biological dentist and why their methods and their materials are very different and might just protect your health. So tune in for episode 20 next time. Meantime, we're talking about energy medicine. Dr. Klinghart, we're so excited to have you on the Your High Vibration Life show today. Thank you for being with us. It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. I have shared with my audience that I've been following your career for many years, and I've met with many doctors all over the world who've studied with you and have benefited from your amazing research in the field of biological medicine. And, you know, that's a really unfamiliar term to most American patients. Will you tell us a little bit about why biological medicine is very different from the way American doctors are practicing and how you came to it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I grew up uh, in uh, Berlin and uh, post-war Berlin, and Europe in general, not just Germany, but Europe had a very long tradition of uh, healing uh, with different modalities. And uh, really, like the the recorded history of what we would call biological medicine today, started over a thousand years ago with a German nun. Hildegard von Bingen, who wrote the first textbook of medicine, where she identified uh, parasites and infectious microbes uh, and toxins as the main causes of illness. Uh, from that, you know, I know there were different, more famous healers, uh, Paracelsus uh, and others in Europe, but uh, it really started with the discovery of the microscope 
in Holland uh, that modern medicine evolved. And, and basically, my definition of biological medicine is that in biological medicine, we're working with the biology of the patient. We, we're trying to improve uh, the, the different functions and the patient uh, with trying to not insert uh, foreign materials into the patient, uh, nor, nor are we trying to take away anything. And so there is basically, you know, three different types of healing. There is substitution therapies, you know, that is, for example, if somebody is diabetic, they can make insulin, you substitute insulin. There is certainly indications for that type of medicine. And that has been around forever, you know, and 200 years ago, diabetics were treated by eating pieces of pancreas uh, from the cow or the, the pig throughout the day. Today it's more elegant, we're, we're injecting it. So that's substitution medicine. That certainly belongs to our understanding of medicine. Then uh, there is regulation medicine, where we realize that many illnesses are caused by blocked enzyme systems, by blocked membranes, by blocked metabolic processes. And it is not then about operating an organ out or taking a tooth out. It's about finding out where the blockage is, smoothing it out, uh, liberating it and freeing it up. And the masters, the, the, the master methods in regulation medicine certainly is homeopathy and acupuncture and the offshoots of that. Now we call homeopathy in this country low-dose immunotherapy. Um, we we um, have a German offshoot of acupuncture called neurotherapy. And then the third form of medicine uh, are the suppressive therapies. You know, the medications, all of the ones that start with the word anti, antibiotics, antimicrobials, anti-inflammatory agents, anti-cancer agents, and so forth. And uh, pretty much anything that starts with the word anti does not belong <laughs> to biological medicine. So biological medicine is largely working with the organism as it is, finding blockages, um, opening those up, letting the body heal itself. Uh, osteopathy is uh, based on that model. Homeopathy is based on that model. Acupuncture is. And certainly I would like to say here, you know, acupuncture comes from China. Um, homeopathy comes from Germany. Pretty much everything else comes from other countries. Osteopathy is beautiful. It comes from America. So it's not a privilege uh, to be a German to know about biological methods of healing. Talk about for a newbie to energy medicine, what are your favorite sources that someone could get up to speed. Talk a little bit about the energy and power centers of the body and how you use them in the way you practice medicine. Yeah, so first uh, first of all, I think it's important to understand the simplicity of it. Energy medicine simply is the application of biophysics uh, to the human condition. You know, we have basically two healing methods, you know, three. One is structural, you know, the orthopedic work, chiropractic, uh, osteopathic manipulation. That's a structural work or surgery, if you want. Then the second one is the application of biochemical uh, acting agents. That's the herbs, the vitamins, and the medical drugs, and maybe also low-dose homeopathy. You know, that's chemistry. 
And then there is physics, you know, the application of electric fields, magnetic fields, biomagnetic fields, uh, strong force, weak force, uh, gravity, you know, the, the application of the forces of physics. Many of the brilliant techniques in this world, you know, come from the U.S., you know, like Royal Rife, you know, story, brilliant physician in California who developed the, the idea to work with pulsed uh, electromagnetic fields at uh, certain frequencies that are inhibiting or destroying pathogens. Um, he was not very welcome by the medical community and it kind of ended badly, but we have now, uh, the last time we counted, over 120 different instruments are all called Rife machines. None of them is a Rife machine, you know, but <laughs> anything working with pulsed uh, electric or magnetic fields uh, calls itself a Rife machine now, which, which is fine. I'm sure Dr. Rife wouldn't object to that. Yes, I think a key piece that I like to communicate to a physician friend of mine who worked in Santa Fe, he did a poll on the internet. Um, he wanted to find 100 people that had documented Lyme disease and had recovered and stayed recovered for two years and was doing a factorial analysis of what they had used to get well. And the end result was quite startling. All of them had used some type of antimicrobial therapy, biochemistry-based, you know, so some herbs, antimicrobial herbs like garlic, uh, turmeric, whatever, or antibiotics or antifungals. That was common in, in the group of 100 people that had recovered. But the other two, the, all of the recovered people had used, out of thousands of other people, they all had used some sort of biophysical device driven by electric currents. You know, basically anything that feeds an electric current and it has to do with physics. <laughs> it doesn't come out with chemistry, <laughs> it stays physics. And uh, the overall term useful is biophysics. It could be the application of light, sound, uh, it could be uh, something like a tense unit where you directly uh, push electric currents through the tissues. It could be like a Rife machine where you use an argon gas filled tube that pulses a strong electromagnetic field. It could be the application of, fit of magnets or pulsating magnets, now very popular, and other different magnetic mats and so forth. But it was, for me, a big turn. That was about 15, 20 years ago, a big turning point to realize it's not that we replace the work with herbs and vitamins by using a Rife machine. It is using both together as a much higher chance of leading to success. So that's a little bit on the lower level of energy medicine. You know, it has to do with physics. Now, there is, uh, physics is an evolving science. Yeah, there is, there is uh, still the discussion in physics whether scalar waves exist or not. Uh, a funny development in America, if somebody develops an instrument that helps people but doesn't really know why it helps and how it works. They say, oh yeah, it uses scalar waves. Well, the truth is <laughs> in conventional physics, um, there's pretty much an agreement that scalar waves do not exist. There was a theory 20, 30 years ago, but they don't really exist. <laughs> and so there is a lot in energy medicine but that uh, makes me giggle. Um, but you know, in terms of the higher levels of physics, those that have not been really uh, discovered, 
and, and I'll get into some of the aspects that we do know uh, what they do, is that, you know, on the highest level, uh, you know, Bruce Lipton wrote that beautiful book about how beliefs are affecting the field of a patient and the field of the patient then affects the biochemistry. I developed myself a model, it's called the five levels of healing. You know, the lowest level is the physical body, that's where the uh, biochemistry works and the structure, and then the second level up is the energy body. This is what we're talking about now, but above the energy body is the mental body, that's all your beliefs and all that. And above that is what's in the uh, tantric traditions called the, the fourth body, Turiya. That's sort of where the ancestry and the, the spirit possession and the, the curses and all the dark stuff, but also the metaphysical stuff has its home. And above that is the world of the spirit, you know, the God connection. In, in all the spiritual connection, there is that idea of the downward causation. Yeah? When you have a, a car accident, you hurt your neck, that you could look at just as that. But you can also go one level up energetically what was going on in your family at the time, in your country, in your religious group. And often you find, oh my God, you know, uh, above that uh, are higher levels. And, and often the impulse that or the energy that enters your system that actually expresses itself on the lowest level as a physical illness comes from a much higher level, you know, from the third or fourth level in the system. And that's called downward causation. There's an invisible event on another plane that trickles down. An example, for example, is this. Your, let's say your mom uh, is adopted and she lost, doesn't know who her biological mother and father is. That by necessity, when she was born and given away, that's a huge issue of abandonment that it's almost impossible to cure because it happens right after birth. You know, she, she was in, a mom, in her mom until she was born and then a few days afterwards given away, having no way of finding out who she was. And there is this huge trauma of that disconnection, abandonment. And that's a fourth level issue. And then uh, your mother carries that in her and it will largely affect her heart and the small intestine. That's sort of where the issue of abandonment is. And uh, before she, because she feels abandoned, now she has you as a child, but your mom may be very needy and have lots of fears of abandonment and she raises you with those fears and makes you her confidant, her or go to place and you actually turn into uh, your mother. So you, you, you become your mother's mother rather than your mother's daughter. And that has a huge effect. It is a disturbance of the order, the proper order, and that expresses itself. This is like, that would be the third level. And then on the second level, the disturbance of order in your belief systems and your way of behaving and your way of you're treated that creates a disturbance in your inner systems. And for example, in the, the uh, meridian system, you know, instead of the energy flowing, uh, let's say from the, from the uh, lung meridian to the colon meridian, which it should do you know, at five in the morning, the lung energy should move to the colon meridian. It may skip the colon meridian. And that on the physical level as a symptom, 
It's called constipation. <laughs> yeah, and so this would be an example of downward causation. Something happened a generation two, three ago. There's a fourth level issue, and it trickles down and expresses itself on the physical level. And then you can take your your laxatives you know, for the rest of your life. It may work or not, but if you actually track it back to where it came from and solve that in love in a loving way. Your constipation will be gone forever without ever having to take anything. This is sort of I'm I'm teaching that work. We call it applied psychoneurobiology, and it's a it's a highest level of work, really, where you're you're not just working on the level of the energy body level of physics, but you go up to the level of metaphysics and the higher levels, mm-hmm. and that's really where the real work uh, is and should be and. The real reason in, in America, we're so focused now on trying to heal everything with vitamins and nutrients, which is, by the way, becoming less and less effective, um, is because, or with pharmaceuticals, is because when you actually treat something that's caused as a cause on the fourth level, but you don't address those issues and you address it on the issue of the symptom on the first level, you have to give your your folic acid or your med, whatever uh, your methylated folate uh, for the rest of the patient's life. You have to give the magnesium for the rest of the life of the patient, or your blood pressure pill uh, for the rest of your life. And that's where you make the money when you actually learn the technique to go up to the level of causation, third or fourth level, and solve it there at one session, and you're done. And you never make any more money off that patient, of that condition. Mm. And because in America we're very materialistic, we, we've sort of seduced into working on the level where we make money. And I understand that. I'm not using it as a judgment. I'm corrupted myself in that way. But I see that very clearly that the methods, the healing methods that actually lead to the origin, to the causation and complete resolution of the cause of an illness are hardly taught anywhere. There's nobody putting on seminars because there's nobody sponsoring it because who would sponsor that? You know, when you, know, when you say, okay, you take the seminar, you learn the technique, you never need to learn uh, use a supplement again. Who will sponsor that? You know, and so we, we sort of have drifted away from the truth of where we really need to work. But we have, in America, we're suffering from a distorted uh, vision or impression of where healing needs to be. It is too much weighted towards the biochemical level. The second level of the energy medicine is already scarce the teaching because you buy one Rife machine and make it work. And with that one machine, <laughs> you can cure or treat tens of thousands of people. You never have to buy a second machine. And who do you think the lobby would be to market such a treatment? And you go up to the level of psychology, there is no machine that you sell anymore. And if you're good at it, you do one or two sessions, you resolve the problem. There is no more lobby, no more advertising, no marketing, no no nothing, because you can't even afford it. And so we have a distorted vision of that. So I want to I want to loop back because there are going to be people who hear this and they want to pick up this thread about limes and I'm going to um, really quickly I want to mention the five levels of healing I'm completely fascinated by everything you said because you said the first level is biochemistry and that's where our doctors 
and even most of our holistic uh, practitioners stay. Then we go up into the energy body, which is your second level. And uh, more practitioners are starting to work there. And that's where we, to bring in your several mentions of Royal Rife's technologies, um, my friends listening, pulsed EMF is basically, you know, concentrated frequency or a targeted frequency that's healing to a specific organ um, of a specific human being. And Royal Rife was uh, humiliated, persecuted. He is, his lab was burned down. And what Dr. Klinghardt is telling us is that there are now at least 120 instruments out there that have jumped off from Royal Rife's discoveries um, that claim to use pulsed EMF. We also have laser technologies, which are, you know, kind of in that same category. But we talk about electromagnetic frequencies like they're a bad thing and chaotic electromagnetic frequencies certainly do fracture our vibration. But we have the biochemistry level at the bottom, stepping up second level, the energy bodies. This next level is me- the mental body. And that's where your psychologist might work with you on your attitudes and the way that you think. The fourth is your fourth body is Turiya and you're referring to your um, generational history and things that get passed on through your DNA or the energies of mother to daughter, et cetera, was the example you gave. And you gave a really fascinating example of how fourth body affects all the way down to your first body, your biochemistry. And then at the fifth level, the world of the spirit, which um, Dr. Klinghart is saying is your connection to God or connection to the universe or greater powers than than self. Is that an yeah. accurate description? And do you have some some more information for mm-hmm. those seekers who want to learn more about that? Because if I've ever heard a good argument for plugging into your own health and paying attention to it and not just putting it in the hands of a practitioner, it was all that you just said, which is there is no practitioner that you can train to do all of those things. First of all, it makes the patient no longer a patient if they can figure this out all the way up to your fifth level, right? Yeah, so um, I have uh, my sort of worldwide teaching uh, institution is called klinghardinstitute.com, klinghard with H-A-R-D-T.com. And we have a DVD on the five levels of healing that really goes very close in detail through the five levels and how to understand them and how that leads to very practical application when you see a patient with chronic illness, how to identify which level really need to be worked on. Um, and it's, it's a wonderful uh, introduction to to this healing system. And uh, the five levels of healing, you know, were very well known. It comes originally uh, from Patanjali's Yoga Sutras. He was the first one, you know, a couple of thousand years ago who laid down these five levels. And in, in modern time, it was Rudolf Steiner, uh, it was really the, uh, the Theosophical Society. You know, there was the, the uh, grooming ground for people like Krishnamurti, some of the gurus of the last century. But in, in Europe, it was Rudolf Steiner, who developed uh, out of that his own understanding of the five levels of healing. So I'm, I'm not alone with that. You know, so it's a good, it's at least 5,000 years of people having recognized that. You know, you can get lost in that, you know, uh, some people kind of some of the more mental people then have 12 levels of healing and 20 levels of healing. And so that's business. And but there's really just the five levels. And each one of them has a very clear diagnostic approach, uh, very clear uh, treatment approaches that belong to these levels and uh, very, very clear. So we have a very, very good footing in that. And here at the Sophia Health Institute, we are incorporating as much of that as we can as as is possible 
this patient's letters, really. <laughs> so the Sophia Health Institute is where Dr. Klinghart and his colleagues uh, practice medicine. And it's outside of Seattle, Washington. We'll put that link in the show notes. I want to um, ask you a final question. What we talk about on this podcast is we talk about how Einstein said everything in life is vibration and how Tesla said, if you want the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And you've touched on some, some ways that your work totally leverages the body's energetics and even up into far more quantum levels of thinking about human wellness. And what I wonder is, as I'm trying to help my audience understand this new way of evaluating every little thing that we think and do and eat every day, I want them to have strong, clear, high vibrations. And they want that. And they're starting to, as they plug into our content, and I have my book coming out this fall by Simon & Schuster on how to live a high vibration life. Can you tell us three actionable things that someone listening to this can do to have that strong, clear vibration. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I recommend everybody to read the book by my friend. Uh, It's an absolute must read. It's called The Fourth Phase of Water by Jerry Pollack. He's a local professor here and a very good friend. And he uh, really uh, took us all on a much, much deeper level with understanding the frequencies of course, you know it's a huge thing, but where do frequencies um, resonate in us? And it really is the water in our tissues. And really, when you break it down, the, the human being is like more than 90% water. And uh, however, the water inside the cells is not regular water, it's highly organized water. Um, it's called the exclusion zone water or easy water. And this is the receiver for anything vibrational in us. And the more of this organized water you have in you, uh, the more you are in reception of the higher healing frequencies and the less you are in reception of the destructive darker energies that are always available to us. And to really understand it, I do recommend people read that book. And But the conclusions from that are very uh, simple. And, and I'll just give you the answer now because I know we are out of time. Is uh, Everybody should have 20 minutes infrared sauna or infrared bed every day. That's number one. It increases this exclusion zone water and elevates your, your vibration very, very quickly and consistently. Number two, to avoid the incoming darker destructive energies um, they're largely carried into our bodies through the, the worst offender right now is the cell phone radiation. And so we are very, very strong. People should not have Wi-Fi in the home. They should go back to a wired connection uh, broadband, uh, Ethernet, whatever's available, and wrap aluminum foil around the Wi-Fi router. Um, that is a huge step in the right direction. If people can do a second one, it's switching off all the fuses for the house at night. We do have a whole list of other things to do, but here for the purpose of this, it's uh, that's clearly the number two point. And uh, the number three point uh, would be that you... Um, carefully look through your 
contact your relationships and see which one of these relationships are taking your energy and which ones are giving you energy. Where, where do you feel more than yourself when you're with that person and where you feel less than yourself? And to minimize, it's often not possible to completely exclude people, but to minimize the contact with the people and situations and locations that are draining and enhance the contacts, clearly consciously seek out contact with people that make you feel more. Because what we found out, those contacts actually reflect in that you are loading up on the higher frequencies and you're storing them in this exclusion of water and it increases your health. That's all I have to say. Well, that makes so much sense to me. That really, really resonates. And let me boil that down to the bullet points. And then you're going to absolutely want to go to the show notes for this. He says, when I say, what actionable things are the most important for people to do to raise their vibration and live in the higher frequencies is to read the fourth phase of water. We will put that in the show notes that you could find the show notes at greensmoothiegirl.com slash episode 19. I will ask Dr. Klinghart to connect me to the author of The Fourth Phase of Water since he thinks so very highly of this and how to leverage receiving higher frequencies in that space where where our water is in, in the cells and a very specific kind. That sounds really, really exciting. And then we've got the advice to avoid dark energies and to get back to broadband, put aluminum foil around your router and to stay away from those electromagnetic frequencies. If your cell phone is in your energy field, why? Why is it there? Unless you're on your phone, then we shouldn't have it anywhere near us, right? There's no need to. And we have, that's a discipline that we have to cultivate. Infrared sauna, I will put in the show notes where we get you wholesale price on my infrared sauna. That's what I'm doing next. It's evening here in the wintertime as we're recording this. And every night in the fall and winter, I get in my infrared sauna and it makes me feel amazing. It detoxifies me. And I'm really interested to hear that such a world famous energy medicine doctor puts this in his top four for actionable things that you can do. So it's just a great investment in your health. And then love this too. Dr. Klinghart is curate your relationships. Make sure that you are spending your time with people who are uplifting and who live in the high vibration because we don't remember that old Wayne Dyer saying, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And so choose people who lift you up. And Dr. Klinghart, you are an absolute genius and you're a delight to interview your wealth of knowledge. I feel like I could interview you for four hours, but you've had a full day of seeing patients today. So we're honored to have you and thank you so very much. Thank you very much and good evening to you. <laughs> it was a joy. Thank you. Thank you.